You guys, I am so excited to talk to you about our live workshops and upcoming events and retreats. So much is happening. So in case you didn't know, Fit Life Creation is a lifestyle brand with transformation and entrepreneurship. So what does that mean? It means health, wealth, business, all in one with the tips, the tools, and the tech to help you create a life and a business you love. It means hands-on smoothie bowls and meal plans. It means wealth tools with things like mids and business plans and much, much more to help you get set up, you guys, with your six-pack of wealth. It means things like 10 steps to build a boss brand and getting hands-on experience with videography, social media, influencer marketing, you guys. Everything, all the things, all in one. And maybe you want to start off in our freebie library with our creation club where we have the all-in-one experience online to give you a sneak peek for free for 14 days with the 14-day challenge before you jump in to the monthly mastermind or decide that you're ready to have a live experience hands-on with health, wealth, and business to create a life and business you love, you guys, immersed in 12 themes, limitless possibilities. From jumpstart transformation to smart social to money maker to boss brand to inspiring with influence and so much more. So let's talk the live events now. In our live events, you get tips, tools, tools, and the tech to create a life and a business you love. So, workshops. Events and retreats may include hands-on smoothies, parfaits, meal plans. Oh, and did I mention workouts too? It's on, you guys, the social media tools, photography, videography, budgets, business plans, so much more. I got tired. I love personal development. But you guys, the biggest thing is implementation. The biggest thing is taking action. So that's why we take action at our events. You may love our profit path where we walk you through the foundation, the stability, and the growth that's required to build any brand. You may love our hands-on experiences with Canva, with Hootsuite with photography, with styling your photo shoot to help you launch your website or your Instagram or your brand, to name a few of our perks. Or maybe you're like I was several years ago, where you're curious about influencer marketing and not even just influencer marketing for yourself, 
but you're curious how to build your brand with influencers. So we're going to be talking about how to use different platforms to build your brand and or maybe just maybe you might get inspired to build your own like ours or have us help you. Both our online experiences as well as workshops include things like how to build your brand with influencers and get results, how to create and launch an online course in a week, yes, in a week, how to create and launch retreats like a boss, and my favorite, how to build a lifestyle brand like a boss. What's next live? For our live experiences in Atlanta for workshops, visit fitlifecreation.com, events in Atlanta. Our next big event in Atlanta is in January, where we have a creation weekend, and we have an upcoming retreat in 2020 in Brazil, early bird going on now. Maybe you're ready to jumpstart and get your early bird ticket now, or maybe you want to jumpstart with our Creation Club Mastermind and the free 14-day challenge online. So I hope to see you on the inside or maybe live. Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach jumpstart transformation to time to transform to boss brand to money maker to inspiring with influence and more so let's create and i lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of herbalife nutrition meal bags team edge nasa a certified public accountant I've served in over eight industries and are reading others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love. Tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. Welcome to One Day in Barcelona, Spain, and an itinerary to transform and travel. So before we get into this content, you guys, um, I definitely, A, want to know if you're thinking about a trip to Spain, if you've been to Spain, or maybe where your next trip is. Two, I would love to hear if you have tuned in to the previous episodes on the podcast, if you definitely notice a sound change and a sound difference because some of you may or may not follow Rachel Hollis or Jenna Kutcher 
and I've been inspired by them now for at least I'd say about a year to two years. Love how they create what they love, love how they're married, love how they're mamas, and love that they empower women in so many different ways. And anyway, both of them have talked about doing their podcast in the closet. And then ironically, I was listening to an Audible training yesterday on ACX, which is specifically their uh, focus or education for also creating Audibles. And one of the things they talked about, like in production and different things was, you know, being in rooms or in different things that have better acoustics. And I've used microphones or different things in the past, or I've recorded at studios with um, opportunities and times that I've been a feature. But for the most part, like when I started, so for those of you, I know this is off topic of Barcelona, but some of you it's related uh, because of my first time filming in the closet. But two, some of you may be wanting to start a podcast, and I actually have an episode on that previously, and I'll be doing one again coming up um, probably in January, I would say, or February. But in any event, so I was like, you know what? My first episodes were like at WeWork, and I remember sometimes there was door slamming, and I'm a big believer of done is better than perfect. So anyway, I share that to say. If you have been tuning in and you notice a definite improvement in audio, I would love to see you tag a post on your IG stories or post on your Facebook on what you got from this episode. But also if you noticed a improvement in audio, because I'm always, always, always wanting to uh, create or not wanting, I am creating, transforming and inspiring. And it's great to get feedback, you guys. So don't think whether it's me or anyone you tune into, we're humans. We have, you know, our moments. We, it's great. It's nice to feel appreciated. And I see the downloads coming through. I see that people are listening. So I would love if you would share on stories, leave a review would be so, so helpful. Thank you. So with that, let's get back to Barcelona. So you love to travel and have new experiences, or maybe the fact that I'm talking about Barcelona caught your eye. You want to get away, you want to recharge, and you want to stay healthy while traveling. Traveling helps you get away, have new experiences, and gain a new perspective. You want to transform in more ways than one when you come to Spain. Maybe you want to come with your family too. You want to transform and travel. It's so easy to see why Spain feeds your soul with the beauty, the culture, the beaches, not to mention the vibes. The country combines a rich history, experiences, and food in every way. And it's such a vibrant city. There is plenty to experience one day in Barcelona, Spain, if that's all you've got, to transform and travel, whether you come solo, with a group, or with family. After you read this, you may want to make sure that you stay longer in Spain, in Barcelona. Follow this one-day itinerary in Barcelona, Spain, to transform and travel. It will help make your travels transformational even if it's a short trip. These are my recommendations for the top experiences for your one day in Barcelona. My intention for you is that you choose freedom. My experiences with Barcelona, Spain. 
If you're connecting with me and with us, with Fit Life Creation, for the first time, I traveled to Barcelona for the second time in 2018 and hosted a hands-on mastermind retreat with hands-on health, hands-on money, hands-on business. We had things like a workshop on how passion plus purpose equals profits. We experienced smoothie bowls with Herbalife Nutrition and fruits. We also had our amazing beverage mix that's 15 grams of pure protein and tastes like adult Kool-Aid. We had moneymaker workshops, hands-on activities with money tools. We also experienced uh, tech tools like Kajabi, an all-in-one marketing platform, and exactly what we use not only for our marketing and automation, but also for our online courses and so much more. Since I went there a day before the workshop, I thought it would be a great day to do a one-day guide on Barcelona, Spain. The last time I visited before 2018 in September was with friends in 2013. If you click the link in the show notes, I have a picture of Angela and I, one of my best friends, on one of the adventures hot air balloon riding during our time in Spain. It wasn't exactly like over Barcelona, I think because of different air regulations or, you know, whatnot, but it was right outside about 30 minutes outside of the city. You guys, absolutely incredible experience. If you have not been on a hot air balloon ride and or it's not on your bucket list, I highly recommend you add it now. It was interesting visiting Spain over five years later with all the transformation in my life. I reflected massively on how my health, wealth, and business have transformed since then. My freedom of time, my freedom of expression, my freedom of location, so many different things. The ability to even create a workshop and a mastermind in Spain. And just off topic, but related to that, I, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, my parents, my mom, I'm born in Poland. My mom is Polish. My dad's Bulgarian. We lived in Houston for years, and that's where I grew up, went to elementary, went to middle school and high school. However, my parents, after both my mom and my dad retired, they decided to go back to Bulgaria. So that's where they're currently living for the last, I believe now, two to three years. So I went and visited my, I went to London. I hosted just to kind of give you a backdrop on this because you're going to see more guides come up with London. You're going to see more guides come up with, with Bulgaria, specifically with Varna, which is where my parents live. And um, with Austria, with Vienna, my brother and my sister-in-law live in Vienna for years now. And I've visited there countless times. My brother actually went to uh, undergraduate there. And he went to graduate school in London. So in any event, you'll see some of that coming up. And just to give you context to this trip and what happened beforehand, just to give you some highlights, I ended up flying to London. I actually hosted a mastermind in a group of over um, of eight women in London and stayed there for a couple days. Then I ended up visiting family in Austria and spent a lot of family time and did more behind the scenes and different things work like content creation, outreach, business development, things like that. 
Then I went to go visit my parents in Bulgaria and just, you know, and had an amazing, amazing time with my mom. My dad also did some fun things and also, of course, you know, integrated creating, you know, a life and business I love. And I actually enjoy when there's such a time difference because I get things done in advance of the day for for people here in the U.S. And then I went to Spain. So that kind of gives you this whole um experience of my trip. And I'll be updating that. And I have some previous posts on this, but I'll also be updating and creating some new ones coming up. So anyway, so with that being said, so the last time I went to Spain was 2013. I went to Barcelona and Madrid. And I went with a group of friends, um, with Angela, with um, her um, husband, with his friend and another friend of hers. And I experienced many incredible things like the double-decker tour in Barcelona with all the spots like Sagrada Familia. I did get to see Sagrada Familia from the outside twice, but both times that I went to go see it was after the hours that it was open inside. So that is another thing that is still on my list. We experienced St. Joseph's Market, which is an incredible food street market tapas tours and the hot air balloon ride among many other experiences and you can also see a picture of me in the post in a go-kart where you guys I rented this tiny 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 car that literally is like half of the size of a normal car okay and it was like a cartoon with a death wish that I apparently have sometimes because I love you guys. I love taking leaps of faith. I love risks. I love so many different things. And I have never before this, I have never driven in Europe because, you know, it's one of those things where there's such great public transportation and driving. It's funny because when I was in high school, like I loved, or I think I, I think I loved driving because I felt like I had to be in control, but now like I do not love driving at all. Like I gave up my car again in January or February and I love walking. I love taking public transportation. I love having someone else drive if they're high vibe. Let me say that because most of the time when I take Lyft or Uber, I get great people, great conversations, but a couple of times I've gotten like some negative Nellies or Nancys and I get to put on my headphones or give them an opportunity to reframe, but not everyone wants to. So anyway, that's a whole nother topic. So anyway, I rented this tiny, tiny car in 2013. And I remember like one funny story. I remember you guys going into a cul-de-sac, not a cul-de-sac, oh my God, a roundabout. So I was thinking of circles, obviously. I ended up going into a roundabout. And if you have ever been to Barcelona, Spain, or if you've ever been into a busy European city or hell, a busy just city in the United States, with a cul-de-sac that's super busy. And not just that, you guys, but this is the biggest, oh, I keep saying cul-de-sac, roundabout. This is the biggest roundabout I have ever seen in my life. It was legit like a five lane. Like I'm not exaggerating. Google, like Google or look for videos. If you don't believe me, look for videos and put in, like, I'm just, I'm curious. I bet you, you can find a video of a, of a roundabout in Barcelona, Spain. It was it was one of the biggest ones in the center of the city. Five lanes across. 
You guys, I, the traffic was crazy. I legit went around the roundabout in the exact same spot three times because I'm like, oop, can't get over. Oop, can't get over. Oop, can't get over. I'm not moving. I'm in a tiny car and all these cars are double or triple my size. So you might want to look at the picture of this car. It's hilarious. It legit looks like a cartoon or a toy car. So in any way, in any event, the experience this time was super healthy and happy in every way. If you didn't know, I haven't drank alcohol for over or drunk, drank, drunk. Anyway, I haven't consumed alcohol for over five years now. I feel healthier than I did in high school. This time I experienced walking through the streets, also seeing Joseph Markets and Gaudi Architecture, to name a few, although Angela and I did go to Casa Batio, La Pedrera, which we're going to talk about. That's some of the Pargel. Jennifer also came with us there. So um, I did revisit some sites just because, again, I love like certain things in Barcelona. So I stayed at an Airbnb near Barcelona with a garden and love it. One of my criteria points when I was looking for an Airbnb for the mastermind, I wanted to make sure that number one, it was close to the beach. So I was looking in Barcelona and our surrounding areas and I ended up finding this air beautiful Airbnb in Casta del Fedes, which is about 30 minutes outside of Barcelona. And I chose it because it was by the beach, a 10 minute walk. They had a pool right outside their Airbnb and it was like a community pool, but it was a beautiful pool. And I actually didn't get a chance to swim in it because it was kind of chilly when I was there. It was uh, October already and I was surprised because usually in the past when I've gone and I've been to Spain a couple of times, other cities as well, Malaga, Marbella, around the same time of year and it was warmer. So I definitely can tell that the climate and different things are changing massively globally. And so in any event, I chose it because of the beach. I chose it because of the pool and I chose it because of the garden. And in the link, I shared the link to the Airbnb in case you happen to be going. Now, disclaimer, it is, they do rent rooms at this Airbnb, which I was hosting a workshop. So it wasn't a full-blown retreat. It was a mastermind and I knew I was going to host it between the kitchen, the living room and the garden. Like my main focus was the garden and the garden, you guys is absolutely incredible. It has beautiful ivy up and down the walls, beautiful rattan furniture, three couches, like um, one of those swingy, I don't know what they're called, but one of those swings that you can sit on and it has a, basically a pillow that you can rest in, relax in, or even sleep in. And the hosts, Christina and Carlos, were amazing. Another fun fact and story that I got to go do when I was there. Um, her husband, Carlos, is a double-decker tour operator. I didn't do that this time, but he knows the city backwards and forwards. Super, super helpful. And he has a motorcycle. And they gave me a ride on his motorcycle. as one of my fun adventures there. And they also made me um, amazing like Spanish food that I hadn't tried before. It was like these tomato sandwiches that were super, super interesting. It was almost like a version of a pizza on bread. Like I forgot the name of it. But some of you maybe that have gone to Spain or you're Spanish, you might know. So anyway, fun facts about Barcelona, Spain. Travel, in case you can't hear it in my voice, makes my soul sing. If you don't know my story or you haven't heard my story in the past, I'm actually born in Poland. 
Actually, I'm conceived in Bulgaria. I'm born in Poland. I was in four countries by the time I was two, including a refugee camp in Italy uh, from the age of six months until about a year and a half. Then we moved and immigrated to the United States. I speak four languages. I absolutely love travel, cultures, so many different things. I've traveled to 27 countries. I love visiting I love visiting Barcelona, Spain for many reason and reasons and I it's on my list to go back. I know that I'm going to go back. Barcelona is known for gaudy architecture, beautiful beaches and incredible food. You may have heard of Parc Montjuic or Parc Gell, one of my favorites in the world. Of, among many others, Paella and a trip to the beach are a must. Barcelona is rich in history from Sagrada Familia to Tibidabo, easy to walk or take public transportation around the whole city, and enjoy adventures like the go-kart that I did in 2013. There is something for everyone to experience. So let's explore the experiences I recommend for one day in Barcelona and my recent experiences in 2018 when I went. Depending on when you arrive in the city and where you stay, feel free, as always, to modify your experiences. I'm sharing here a full 24 hours for your day in Barcelona. I'm giving you many reasons to stay longer. I may be biased. Walk the streets. The first thing I did after I left my Airbnb in the morning was head to Las Ramblas to walk around. So if you haven't heard about Las Ramblas, Las Ramblas is... Uh, a street, a district. I think it's a street. Hold on. Is Las Ramblas a district? That's a good question, Katrina. I know it's definitely a street, but I don't know if it's also considered a district. Oh, yes. It's also considered a district. Okay. So I was. that's why it confused me. So it joins the city center and the city together. It divides. Oh, so it's the street. Okay. So it is a street, but it divides the two most central districts of Barcelona's old town, the tourist gothic quarter on one side and the shabby chic area of El Raval on the other. So it's a great central part of town to start in. And then there's also shopping, there's live music, there's markets. It's just a beautiful area of town to walk in, The whether you just get lost walking the streets, whether you go to the Gothic Center, whether you go to El Raval, whatever it is. Every, almost every corner, I feel like, there is beautiful artwork, and in my post, I share one of my pictures with a mural on the wall of a woman in blue against a blue wall, and I walked around initially for about an hour to two hours and grabbed some, I stopped at this super cute healthy market that I shared in my stories on Instagram, so as an added point, you guys, too, if you want to know even more, you can... Follow me on Instagram at Katrina Julia Fit, and one of my highlight bubbles is Spain, and you can find even more that it's saved from my trip there. So on my way to the next stop, I stopped and filmed a video at Casa Mila, which you can go and tune in via the post because I think it's kind of noisy. Let me see just as a quick note. So 
you can see more of the views and you can see the pictures of La Pradera or Casamila, as it's also called. So I filmed, and just as an aside note, uh, in the video, I share more insights too. And the the wall that's that I filmed behind is right by Casa Batio and La Pedrera. So like, so it's Casa where I'm at is La Pedrera, but Casa Batio, which I'm going to talk about in a second, is literally right across the street. So La Pedrera or Casa Mila is a great place to start after you, after you walk around a bit. The first time you go, I highly recommend you go inside. It is well worth it. And you can follow the links that I've shared to where uh, to see what it looks like. And or you can look on my Facebook albums from 2013. I've also shared uh, basically some pictures from when Angela and I went inside. This time I simply visited the outdoors because I didn't really feel a pull to go inside. And plus I wanted to make sure that I had time for other things and part guilt. So Paseo de Gracia is also one of the most known avenues in Barcelona. It was here that iconic buildings began to spring up and the finest theaters and cinemas and a lot of the exclusive shops, restaurants, and cafes opened. It's also the boulevard on which the wealthiest and most ambitious members of society decided to build their homes. So again, it's a great place to explore and walk around in many, many, many ways. Okay, so Casa Batio, another incredible work of art by Antoni Gaudi. Casa Batio is, like I mentioned, right across the street from La Pedera. Recently, restoration of the facade happened in 2019. So after I went, I went in 2018, my second time. So they had a restoration this year. I love experiencing art with boldness and uniqueness like this UNESCO World Heritage Building. You guys, it's literally like a mural. It's it's just the materials, the, the design, the colors. It's like blue and green. It almost looks to me like a Cinderella-type castle. So I recently learned when I was putting together this post that there are now Noches Magicas, or Magical Nights, with musical performances on the roof of Casa Batio, under the sky of Barcelona. So I don't know if this was already in effect before the restoration or they just added it, but either way, I haven't done it. And I will definitely explore experiencing a magical night the next time I visit. St. Joseph's Street Market. I love food markets. Any other foodies here? I love when we host retreats and we do different things. I love going, you guys, with the owner or the chefs to the market. I do this every single time. So whether, of course, here, I just typically are not just, but I end up getting, you know, our groceries. But when we hosted our retreat in Costa Rica, I went with the uh, owner and to the local, in that case, it was the local grocery store in Costa Rica. We stayed in Playa del Coco, which is about 30 minutes outside of the Liberia or from the Liberia airport. In Cuba, I went to the market several times with both the owner and the chef. I absolutely loved it. I have a short video on YouTube that was when I was just starting to learn how to do video and I had upgraded to another iPhone. I upgraded, I didn't, I didn't even upgrade you guys to a video video camera until actually this trip, that trip, this trip that I took in Spain with the London 
with Austria and with Bulgaria. So I've literally, as of now, I had my Canon EOS M100 since last September. So, and then also speaking of foodies and markets, one of my, literally, I think it's not even, I think it's my favorite market so far in the world, St. Joseph street market or La Boqueria. It's very, very close. And in the heart of Ramblas, with a maze, you guys, a maze of fruits, veggies, and seafood. The smells are amazing. The colors so vibrant. Like right when I walk into it, my heart gets happy. Like I, I just love it. Like the culture, the countries. There's probably easily people from over 100 countries walking around in there all the time. All the time. I drank, I stopped at, uh, there's tons of like fruit stops and where you can get fruit juices. And I stopped at this one market and met, met a new friend from the Philippines and drank, this is three different drinks, you guys, drank the coconut separately, mango, and then had watermelon too. And I like stopped at different times and they're pretty inexpensive. They're like a euro or two euros, which is roughly like a dollar, $2, depending on the conversion rate. So amazing, amazing, amazing. Highly recommend it. Also included a video that I filmed at the market um, and a link to the exact post on my Instagram. Park Gel. Park Gel is a must. It is a park for everyone, you guys, surrounded by Gaudi's mosaics and beauty. The colors are so vibrant. Pinks, blues, greens against usually a bright blue sky. I love the park for relaxation, for rest, and for the artwork. It is especially incredible at sunset. Both times that I've gone, I we've gone at sunset. The first time was with Angela and with Jennifer. And this is how I went um, on my own. So on my way to the park, I ended up stopping at a McDonald's. Side note, if you've gone overseas... Fun fact, or if you haven't, I recommend still going to McDonald's because what's interesting is McDonald's is much, much, much healthier, at least from, I haven't been to the, U, I haven't been to a McDonald's in the U.S. for years. So they, I think they've changed some of the stuff recently in the last several years. But in any event, the, for years, decades, you guys, the McDonald's overseas, first of all, they're such a cool experience because they're unique to the country. Like McDonald's, you can definitely learn something. If you're in business or you're an entrepreneur, you can learn something from observing how McDonald's, how Disney adopt their brand to the culture in the country or the city or the state that they're in. And especially with McDonald's, you notice a marked change on this. And um, Spain, Austria, I've been to McDonald's there. And so I stopped because I saw McDonald's right by the bus station. And I stopped and got um, a sandwich and ended up meeting a super nice lady, Anya, who actually ended up coming to my mastermind the next day and had um, Herbalife Nutrition, did the money workshop and different things. So just super, super cool. And so anyway, so I ended up then going to Park Gell. And that's how I ended my day before I headed back to my Airbnb. And before I did that, I actually stopped and saw, again, La Sagrada Familia from the outside. But by then, it was too late for me to go inside. So hence why it's on my list still. So I highly recommend you add it if you haven't already. Park Gel used to be free. It was free when I went in 2013. Now a ticket and reservation is required. I believe it was 10 euros. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. 
go to the link or look and plus they're subject to change their price. So, you know, don't, don't come back to me. You know, Katrina, that's not the price. I don't work at Pargill. So it is very, very well worth it. Make sure you keep your reservation and make it on time. I know that firsthand. So I underestimated the time the bus would take. I got there about 30 minutes late after my reservation. Because once you get there, you guys, you check in, but then you get to walk like at least another 10, 15 minutes to the main area of the park. So because the park is huge, it's not simply, you know, the Gaudi architecture, it's huge. So luckily, they let me in during a slot about 40 minutes late, and I still had my food with me. And plus, I was just grateful to be let in. And they've done a lot of renovation and a lot of restoration work. And it isn't too busy in September, but in the summer, or if you go during a peak time, it may be a different story. So just off that experience, I would highly recommend you make sure you keep it. And I shared some photos. I found a beautiful photo from Upsplash, which I use, or Unsplash, I'm sorry, which I use where a lot of photographers contribute their work. And then I also shared some of my own with my Canon that I shot of my passport against like the one of the mosaic walls that I love because there's a lot of pinks and blues. And also over one of the lizards that's covered in mosaics um, in that entrance that you'll see his front piece. If you look at the pictures and then in the picture, I caught him sideways. And then I caught a sunset view of Barcelona from one of the peaks of where the mosaics wrap around the park. It's just incredible. Uh, Barcelona are nearby beaches. Barcelona beaches as well as nearby beaches are incredible. In 2013, I went to the Barcelona beach. Fun fact, it's man-made. Um, this time with the Airbnb I picked, the, um, the Airbnb I picked was 10 minutes walking distance from the beach in Casa de Fedos. So the morning before our mastermind event, I made an intention and I made it a point to spend over two hours at the beach to reflect, to relax, and prepare before our event. In 2013, as I mentioned, I went to the beaches and we also took a boat ride. I recommend making time for both. And I included some screenshots and a video and behind the scenes of both the beach uh, that I went to this time, Casa de Fedas, and then I used a shot from Unsplash from Ides to show what the beach looks like in Barcelona. And the water is so blue and vibrant, you guys. So reasons to stay in Barcelona, Spain longer than one day. Depending on what's important to you, you may follow the itinerary or you may decide to stay longer. As you've already heard, there are many reasons to stay longer. I've been twice and continue to experience new things each time. So if it's your first time going, I highly, highly recommend you take a double-decker. It's a great way to see the city super efficiently, super economically, decide where you want to spend more time. That was what I did the first time in 2013. Mount Tibidabo. Mount Tibidabo is Barcelona's tallest peak and home to sweeping city views, resorts, and an amusement park. It is still on my list. So you can imagine... Actually, let me look at something because I was just reminded of something that Angela's husband told me the first time we went. So I'm just looking up. So the Peak Sacred Heart Church has two vintage, vintage points. But there's apparently some, hold on, because I remember now he was telling me something. Yes, 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 yes. So this is important. So the origin or origin of the name. The origin of the name from the Latin Vulgate Bible verses, thank you, Holy Spirit, 
The phrase means, I will give to you, that was said to Jesus by the devil as they looked down from an exceedingly high mountain above upon all the kingdoms of the world and the glory. And the name of this hill refers to the popular tradition that it was in fact the exceedingly high mountain itself that Jesus was actually on. So I remember Lincoln telling us that. So the phrase Tibi Dabo forms parts of the inscription in the central dome of St. Peter's Basilica, which I got to visit in 2004 in the Vatican City. Although in that case, it was drawn from Jesus's words to St. Peter in Matthew 16, 19. So I need to add that to the post because that I was just reminded of that. So that's another reason why it's on my list. So easily between the church and the history and the uh, amusement park, I'm clear that it's easy a full day experience. And it's also about 30 minutes or so outside of the city as well, depending on the time of the year. And I shared a picture of the church as well. Barcelona is a great place to visit for many reasons, as you've heard from culture, views, and experiences. Whether you love art or you are a foodie, a beach lover, you will love Barcelona. Have you visited Barcelona before? Is it on your radar to visit soon? What are some of your favorite experiences? If you haven't, what activity here interests you the most to do in one day in Barcelona, Spain? Traveling soon? You'll love to listen to another episode I have on seven ways to create content easily when you travel, as well as some of my other one-day guides, like the one-day guide on Atlanta, as well as New Orleans, to name a few of them. Thank you so, so much, you guys, for tuning in. And as always, please take a screenshot of the podcast on your phone You can easily do that. Share on stories, tag us, and would love to reshare you and comment on what you got and why this episode drew you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for tuning in with me on It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, follow us on all our social channels, and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all-in-one. Explore at our experiences, events, Influencers, we help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands to create a life and a business you love.